0: What up? Welcome in to another episode of the Not Your Normal Podcast brought to you by iPhone Cinema. Cinema for everyone. This podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you get your podcast. And I am back for good. I'm here. I'm ready to rumble. I will be on every episode from here on out. Well, not every. I'm sure I'll miss a couple. But I'm here. I'm back. I'm excited to be back. Aaron, what's going on? Oh, Nothing. <laughs> Nothing much. You look like a like a cabbage patch kid with your hair right now. Oh yeah, when you getting a fresh
1: cut. I got a haircut like three days ago.
0: You're a little curly up top. I'm always a little curly up top. You look like a blue. You know what that means? No. Black Jew. Okay. <laughs> you look like a little dicky and and Fifty Cent had a baby.
1: Ah. Yeah, no. I always, I never get my the top of my hair cut ever.
0: Really? Yeah. I'm white, so I can't do stuff like that as far as the the small fro, yeah, that's kinda of what you have, basically, yeah, you got a frobie right now it's a little of. more it's a little more messy than a normal fro though, but you have a frobie, I guess so, kind of thing um, I wanna get serious for ten minutes, okay, and then well, that's <sighs> the first three topics are kind of serious. Kind of, not really. The last one's serious as well, but it's something we can talk about for a while. It's interesting. Okay. Um. So the election occurred. You, you covered it on the uh, on the Friday episode a little bit. I guess so. Yeah. A little. Um. I want to cover it a little bit more. Okay. So, do I just say this or? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, okay. Who cares? I don't. How do I say this? Who you vote for does not define you. I agree with that. I think everyone is entitled to their opinion. I don't know when America became the country where you put the signs in your yard and you fly your flags and you put on social media who you vote for and who you support. Um, A part of democracy is that everyone is entitled to their their opinion and that you are entitled to vote for who you want to vote for. Um, I think it's insane that Kanye West got thousands and thousands of votes as president. I think it's amazing. I think it's great, but I think it's insane (laughs) as well. But once again, people are entitled to vote for who they want to vote for. And just like the Donald Trump-Hillary election, I felt that neither candidate is who I wanted to be the president, but I voted for the person that I felt was the lesser of two evils and in you know uh the 2016 election I've said this multiple times and I've I've bashed him the whole time as well but um I voted for Donald Trump in 2016 okay and um if this turns I I said if this turns people off that's on you that's not on me because someone can tell me yeah I voted for uh Donald Trump I voted for Joe Biden I voted for the libertarian candidate I voted for the Tea Party candidate Explain to me why you voted for who you voted for. That's your. That's you're fine. You vote for who you want to vote for. Yeah, but um, I think I voted in 2016. I didn't. Did you vote in this election? I did. I'm about to say who I voted for. Oh, I know who I voted for. Who did you vote for? Oh, you don't have to. I mean, if you don't want to talk about it, it's fine.
1: I voted for the. I did. I talk about it on the Friday. I don't
0: know. I didn't get that far into it. I'm not sure if you did or not. I might have. I can't remember,
1: but I voted for the Trumpder.
0: Yeah, I voted for Donald Trump as well. Yeah, because I just, I don't know. As far as I hate the the argument of he is racist.
1: Well, but I will say you can watching Barack Obama hit that walk-away
0: three pointer. <laughs> this is
1: what I do. And, went, and going, this is what I do. That's what I do. I was like, that should have been Joe Biden's campaign act right there. <laughs> this is what I do. Um,
0: I think. You can pull up Kanye co- Pro One if he would have dropped an album. Yeah, I think if Kanye would have took it more seriously, he m- could have had a decent chance. Yeah, Probably,
1: but surprisingly, yeah. But he as put far- on Twitter after uh, after Joe Biden passed uh, two hundred and seventy electoral votes. He put on Twitter, he said, "Well, Kanye, twenty twenty four, this go round, we're here."
0: I just think he didn't take it serious at all. Yeah, me neither. Um, but um you're entitled i have you know I have plenty of friends um i i'm 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 not gonna say them because if they want to tell you who they vote for they will but um I had multiple friends that voted a straight ticket voted a straight republican ticket voted a straight democratic ticket um that's fine uh, that that's perfectly fine you want uh, once again you vote for who you want to vote for i'm not gonna view you any differently, but i don't understand when our country got to the point of a political figure is a God. Let's put our the the flags in our on our trucks and in our yards and let's put the signs everywhere and let's I just I I don't like that. They're not you fly the sports team flag that you like and you fly the American flag. I feel like that's what you fly, you know? Does that make any sense? Yeah. I mean if I had a flagpole, which we we actually do have a flagpole at my at my mom's house but it broke But we had an American flag up there and I was gonna put a Dallas Cowboy flag. Even though they suck, I was gonna put a Dallas Cowboy flag because it's a sports franchise, it's entertainment, and then your country. Yep. So you support your country and you support your your things that you are that you are fans of, your hobbies, stuff like that. And um, I just I, I, I'm I've never gotten behind Wearing a MAGA hat or putting a Biden Harris sign in your yard. I've never, I'm never in my life going to put who I vote for in my front yard because first off, you make enemies immediately because there are extremists. Yeah, that, 100%. Yeah, that will vandalize your stuff, that will treat you differently based on who you vote for, and that's wrong. But um, the American people have spoken. Um, they're still doing some stuff as far as uh, investigating the mail in ballots.
1: The, like, 130,000 votes that were mail-in that all set Joe Biden all in a row?
0: Well, there was, so I, it was either Michigan or Wisconsin, so don't quote me on which state, I don't know, but there were 216,000 mail-in ballots that were counted overnight. Yeah. 216,000 of them all voted for Joe Biden. Yeah. That's analytically not even possible. Yep. Um, also- Have you seen
1: the, so when you when you get on Google and you type in presidential election 2020, and it shows you the map in, like, the red and blue states- mm-hmm. Have you clicked a state? So, like, when you. And it shows the counties? Yeah. Yeah. It's very strange how, like, Nevada, for instance, it shows Nevada as a blue state, Mm -hmm. but when you click Nevada, everything in there is red except for, like,
0: Reno and Las Vegas, which are the most populated areas. So, yeah. I mean, that makes sense. I mean, if you. Okay. If you click on Texas, Texas was a swing state in this election, never been a swing state in. 20 years.
1: Houston, Dallas, San Antonio. Houston, Dallas, San Antonio.
0: They're blue. Yeah. Everywhere else is red. There's very, very small areas in Texas that are blue, but they're so highly populated. You know what state
1: that haven't, had no blue? Oklahoma.
0: Oh, yeah. It was straight red. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, um, but I was about to say something. I'm not going to bash Oklahoma. I went to school there. Uh, um, but I saw this video. It was hilarious. So this lady has a has a service dog, you know? Yeah. And she goes to college and for her to be able to take her dog into the uh into her classes with her, you know, her her dog has to be a student. So what they did was they made her dog an American citizen. Her dog is eighteen her dog's like two and a half. Or like three. Something like that. But he's an American citizen and it says that he's eighteen years old. Well, when she was pulling information on him and stuff, um, her dog actually participated in early voting. That's cool. Her dog voted for Joe Biden. <laughs> That's, <laughs> Don't know how that's even possible. Yeah. Um, there was a man in uh, whoa, what state was it? Crap. I read it this morning. There was a man. He would be 173 years old this year. He voted for uh, Joe Biden. Oh, he's been dead for 90 years. Yeah. <laughs> Don't know how that's even possible. But there, and, and even I'm not saying that this win, that Joe Biden's win, is in, invalidated. I'm even Donald Trump when he won in 2016. There was there's still a lot of a lot of speculation about Russia being involved. And um, uh, different stuff like that, but the whole point of me talking about this, I'm not, di- I'm, I'm, not I'm not diminishing Joe Biden's uh, win whatsoever. I'm just saying that the American people have spoken. And um,
1: how crazy would that be if they just like actually did a recount on certain states and they found out that a bunch of those mail invalids were invalid? And like you said, from a 173 year old man and a dog and a dog. And they were like, yo, he actually didn't win.
0: Well, as far as popular vote... That'd so be crazy. <laughs> as far as popular vote, until this changes, and it's going to be New York, California, I, mean, I don't think it's going to change, the Democratic candidate is always going to win the popular vote. Yeah. Because New York, California, um, where else? Um, the East Coast, uh, Rhode Island, yeah. uh, Delaware, uh, Virginia, uh, I just blanked. Where the hell's uh, Maryland? I was about to say where the hell's Washington D.C. Maryland. Um, the whole East Coast is always blue, and it's a very it's a very populated area, which is where the Electoral College comes into play. Because if it was just based on a popular vote, a Republican candidate would never win. Because these highly these highly densely populated areas, based on their style of life and based on um, a day to day. Uh, lifestyle. They do lean more liberal. They do have more left views. And um, I'm not saying in a bad way, but they do have more of a socialistic tendency, which leans more towards the Democratic Party. And so they're always going to win the popular vote because New York, like I said, New York, California, the two most populated states in the entire country are always going to vote for the Democratic candidate. So if you don't have the Electoral College in place, um, there is no, there, there, there would be no point in having a two-party system. It would almost be a communistic style of government because the Democratic candidate was, would always win based off of a popular vote. So minus, minus the invalid, the uh, I'm not saying they're invalid because I don't know if they're inval- in, invalid. They're doing an investigation now, but as far as the the mail-in ballots, take those away. Joe Biden still has. 10 more million votes yeah. as far as a popular so the people have spoken and um, I think I think as a as a red leaning person, as a conservative person or as a Republican, I think you are a fool if you want Joe Biden to fail because you know, that he's the president as, as much as you don't like it, he's the president elect of your of your country. You want him to succeed. You want to say you want to look back on these four years in 2024 and go, you know what, not as bad as I thought it was going to be. He did a pretty good job. That's what you want. Um, just because it's the person you didn't vote for doesn't mean that you need to be all extremely hateful and extremely negative and extremely just glass half empty kind of person. I'm a glass half full. Um, once again, I did not vote for Joe Biden, um, but I think that, I think that there, there, there are some ideas and some some different policies that that I don't hate of his. And as far as the I'm not voting for Donald Trump because he's racist, I can pull clips right now of Joe Biden saying some things that if you knew you would be like, wow, that's I'm, I'm not gonna I'm not throwing him under the bus. I'm just saying that's an invalid argument. But there are multiple people that we are both friends with that I'm not voting for Donald Trump because he's racist. Well, that's not a good argument. You. I just, and I'm not supporting Donald Trump. We bashed Donald Trump on this podcast. The way he handles the the social aspects of things as well as the Greta Thunberg and the climate Yo, change stuff. That's of embarrassing. That,
1: speaking of that, um, uh, I, when I, the other day when you recorded your sports podcast, let's see if I can find it. Do you remember what Donald Trump tweeted to Greta Thunberg after uh, the whole climate change thing happened?
0: About the, um, you're just a. Well, she didn't she put it as her as her bio or whatever. Oh gosh, I hope I can find it because it, it's it's hilarious. I just I think his his approach toward toward climate change and stuff is absolutely ridiculous. So on December twelfth, twenty
1: nineteen, after the whole um, uh, Greta Thunberg thing and the the, the climate change thing. Donald Trump said so ridiculous. Greta must work on her anger management problem. Then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. Chill, Greta, chill. That's what he tweeted to Greta Thunberg. Um, Donald that was in uh, that was in reply of someone named Roma Downey saying congrats at Greta Thunberg. Donald Trump tweeted uh on a uh, November 5th a couple days ago. Yeah. Said stop the count. Exclamation point. Which,
0: if he stops the count, he would have lost.
1: Yeah. <laughs> so Greta Thunberg subtweeted him and said, So ridiculous. Donald must work on his anger management <laughs> problem. Then go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend. <laughs> Chill, Donald.
0: Chill. Greta's the man. <laughs> no, but um, that's something that I hate about the Republican Party is that the climate change is a joke. But Greta Thunberg, Donald Trump, Donald Trump beef. Greta's winning. No, oh, Greta she, winning. She's hilarious. But what people need to realize as well is that with the, the uh, leadership style of a person like Kamala Harris and with a person of the, the leadership style of Joe Biden is um, I'm not saying socialism I'm not saying that but I'm saying they do have some socialistic tendencies as well as do have some ties with George Soros and if you don't know who George Soros is look that stuff up I'm just trying to inform people here but um I do believe that as a country that we are starting to lean farther away from capitalism, which capitalism is bad, but capitalism is also good. Capitalism is why our country succeeds. But I do think that we are closer to socialism than people want to realize. And in theory, socialism is fantastic. In in theory, socialism is is very, very cool. But in socialism, there's no incentive to work. There is no incentive for people to go to work. You're going to have a high, a high, 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 high uh, probably record number of unemployment if the country does lean towards socialism, and once you hit socialism, you hit communism, and um, the leader, Nikita uh, Khrushchev, he was the, I'm, I'm very historical, I know stuff, Nikita Khrushchev, he uh, was the leader of the Soviet Union of uh, Russia between Stalin and uh, Putin, Okay. And he's got the the very famous uh, speech at 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 the UN saying we will bury you in front of every country's leader. He says we will bury you. But there's a clip out there, and I was trying to find it with my stepdad David last night, um, about where Khrushchev says he talks about. In I think it's like sixty one, I believe nineteen sixty nineteen sixty one sixty two somewhere in that ballpark. He talks about America, and he talks about how we don't have to shoot missiles at you. We don't have to... Hey, this is important you need to listen to this. I am listening. We don't have to shoot missiles at you. We don't have to interfere with you at all. We can get you from the inside. And a democracy only is successful for about 200 years. Look at history. And we've we've actually capped out that we've been a democracy for about 300 years, about 250 years. So he basically said, um, we don't have to do anything. We can buy your people. We can buy your leaders and... You'll be socialist before you know it, and not too far behind that, you'll be communist. So we don't have to do anything to you; you will, you will do it yourself. And if you look, I'm not saying I'm not saying that you know the Joe Biden election has anything to do with this. I'm just saying, based on the last probably decade of our life, if you look at the swing of our country, the way that things have went over the last ten years, I see what Khrushchev is talking about about how. Our country is kind of starting to turn very, very slowly, and it's very subtle. You're not going to notice it, but one day you'll wake up and you'll realize that we are not a capitalist uh, country anymore. We are more socialism, and then we, in, in, in the blink of an eye, the exact opposite of how we became socialistic, you will look and go, we're a communism. I don't own, po- I don't own property. I don't even get paid money. I get goods. Based on what the government states that my quote unquote needs are, and an elite person's needs are much, much higher than a lower class person's needs, and you get into the into the aspect of there's the elite and then there's peasants and there's no one in between. And if you look at the way if you look at the people that have shown support towards certain people as far as candidates go, um, the very, very very rich I'm not like I said, I'm not trying to bash one guy or the other. I'm saying if you look at the way that money is being divvied up, just go look it up, do your own research, look at the donors of who supports what person and how much their gross income is and stuff like that. And it really, really speaks of the rich people really support one as far as donors and the, the other and the rich people don't support the other one. And when you think of the Republican Party, you think of a rich, the rich people, and that is true as far as candidates, as far as their policies, as far as their tax codes, as far as regulations, as far as stuff like that. The Republican Party is very corporate America, which leans towards capitalism, and I feel like the Democratic Party is more for the people, which in theory is fantastic, but over time, you don't realize that you become socialistic, you, you, you become a socialist country, and then in the blink of an eye that socialism becomes a communism because you have people that aren't going to work. Therefore they lose their property. Therefore you lose um, employment. Therefore you lose your businesses. Therefore the government owns those businesses, owns that property. Therefore the government owns everything that, and I'm not trying to get on this huge tirade like I have, but um, the people voted for Joe Biden and I hope that Joe Biden does um, a good job. I hope that Joe Biden, as far as healthcare can um, workshop the Affordable Health Care Act and make that even more of an Affordable Health Care Act for people because I do believe and this is a this is a socialist uh, opinion that I have actually I do believe that healthcare is universal. I do believe everyone should be able to go to the doctor. And, you know, if you get shot you should be able to go to the hospital and not have to worry about it. Um, and that is an issue in our country. I do believe that um, everyone should have rights and I think that the right the right wing party uh is really the party that kind of tries to hold that off the of people that tries to keep people from having rights as far as lgbt as far as quote unquote minorities which i don't know i don't even know what a minority really is anymore i don't i think everybody's somewhat of a minority but um basically congratulations to joe biden and kamala harris i think it's cool having the first female vp that's cool
1: um, she went to college with uh, well not with but she went to the same school as Chadwick Boseman
0: really mm-hmm. but um, which I have my reserves about her <laughs> I, but, but to my point I have my reserves of, about Mike Pence yeah I'm not a big Mike Pence fan at all I'm really not I don't, think, I, I don't know much about Mike Pence do some research about Mike Pence Mike, Mike Pence is an interesting figure uh, just about kind of the things that he has said and then the actions they're sometimes very uh hypocritical they're very opposite of each other yeah. he wants to say the right thing and wants to you know lead the right way but then he does things that kind of are the opposite of that but and as far as Donald Trump I don't think Donald Trump's been a bad president um, Oh no not at all eco- economically he's been probably the best president we've ever had and whenever people say well the economy blah blah yeah, the coronavirus really crushed the economy. What do you expect's going to happen when you have a full country shutdown? That's what's going to happen. But um, like I've tried to say before, I want to be independent. I want to be right down the middle and just look at facts and look at uh, and keep emotion out of it and just look at what these people say, what these people do, and base my opinion off of that. And that's what I've tried to do. And that's what pushes me to vote the way that I vote. And I, I, I'll i tell you right now, no way in hell am I going to vote a straight ticket ever. Um, for the Board of Education, I know this. I voted for the Democratic candidate. I cannot remember what her name is at the moment. But uh, she's got a great, great track record as far as education. She's, fan, she's fantastic, if I can remember her name. Um, and uh, as far as some certain chairs for the House of Representatives, I voted for some I think three or four Democratic candidates is there. Yeah. Um, but I think if you vote a straight ticket that that you're really, um what's the word I'm looking for? Not a sheep, but you've been fooled because one set of ideals is not the correct way to run a country. Yeah. You need as far as democracy goes, you need multiple people with multiple uh walks of life, with multiple religions, with multiple opinions, with multiple um amounts of money being poor being rich you need different people with different opinions and different outlooks and if you vote a straight ticket you're actually going against democracy i think but that's my opinion i am a white kid from bells texas what the hell do i know i don't know anything i'm an idiot but i just thought this whole thing is very interesting as far as um are all these votes valid um and even if they aren't in, or even, even if they aren't valid he still won so it doesn't matter he's still one he's still going to be our president and I wish him the best of luck and I hope that he leads um, us to better pl- to a better place I hope socially that we heal I hope socially that things get better I hope economically that um, he's able to um, get this virus completely under control get us back on track and we see stocks go through the roof start you know rising we see, Um, gas prices stay the same, which that had to do with with COVID as well. Of course, gas prices are going to drop because there's less of a demand for it because people aren't traveling as much. So yeah, gas prices are going to go down. That makes sense. But I hope that he's able to do some good things for our country. And um, I, for one, am excited to see the guy that I did not vote for, I'm excited to see what he can do for our country, and hopefully it can be a positive impact, and hopefully, like I said, the people that did not vote for him look back and go, you know what? Wasn't a bad four years. Wasn't a bad four years at all. It was, you know, not bad. Um, and the people that did vote for him, I hope you go, man, I made the right choice. I, I picked the right guy. Um, the vice president was amazing. She was great. Um, you know, I'm going to vote for him again. I You, you want the person that you vote for to get a second term, because that means you voted correctly. That means that you picked the right person. And, and who knows, this could be a disaster. I don't know. You never know. And I, I also hate the people that this is a historic election. We say this every four years. Yeah. It's a historic election. In my opinion, there's been three historic elections in our entire life. And in, well, in our lives where we weren't there in the country's history has been three historic elections. Abraham Lincoln, which makes sense. I don't have to talk about that. That makes yeah. sense. Abraham Lincoln, F- Franklin D. Roosevelt, and here is the hometown kid talking: Eisenhower. Those are the three most influential elections of the country. You could put Barack Obama in there, but that's solely off a social, like a social opinion, because he's the first African American president. Yeah, I am saying based on what they did during their terms. Those are the three most influential presidencies of all time. Maybe Nixon, maybe, maybe I don't know. But those three right there are the most historical. I don't feel like this one's that historical. I really don't. As far as social change, yes, it's a big thing. Big, big election for social change. But I don't think either of these candidates were super positive for social change. I really don't. I feel like the left, more left leaning tendencies are better for social change uh, as as opposed to the right. But I don't think picking one way or the other is going to make that massive of a, of a change yeah. as far as how we view the social infrastructure of our country. But I'm going to stop talking. I've probably turned so many people off. I'm trying to be down the middle and it doesn't seem like I am. I feel like I'm leaning more right in this conversation. But, um, I do, like I said, I try to be down the middle, um, If he does a good job over these next four years, hell, I'll vote for him in his second term if he does a good job. And if there's, I mean, here's to make my point. Here's to beat my point home about where I am, and then I'll stop talking. Um, If a certain candidate from the Democratic Party would have made it out and would have been our our option, I would have voted for him. Mm. I would have voted for Andrew Yang. I would have voted for Andrew Yang. You wanted, and to, get Andrew the, you wanted to get rid of the penny. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he did. But um, Which I, I'm okay with. Which, no one which, uses the penny. Which I hope shows people that I'm not a party person. I think if you are a Republican or a Democrat through and through that you've been fooled. I think that you're being led the wrong way. You're being fooled. You need to think for yourself. People say it all the time. Think for yourself. Don't be a sheep. I'm saying don't vote a straight ticket because one way of thinking is not correct. That's yeah. what I think, and and what, what like I said, white kid from Bell's Texas. What do I know? I don't know a damn thing. I'm just saying, um, the election happened. Yeah, we have to talk about it. I'm here to give my opinion about it. Um, I hope that you know. I hope it's the the right guy for the job, and I hope that it's the right woman for the job. And I just hope he remembers he's president. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true, the Biden brain thing, but. As far as the Senate, the Senate's probably going to lean Republic, which I. Speaking of the Senate, did you see that video of him at one of his
1: rallies before the election? It was one of the rallies like days before the election. Did you see it? He gets on stage and he uh, he goes, (laughs) he goes, (laughs) and this is why I chose to run for Senate. And then someone whispers in and he goes, President. President. He goes, that's why I ran for President of the United
0: States. Oh, Oh, God. Well,. The whole Biden, the whole Biden, the whole Biden brain thing. He gets a bad rap. He has a speech impediment. Yeah, he does. He he he, he has a speech impediment. Speech impediment, not a brain impediment. <laughs> but I'm saying it causes him sometimes. He's a very nervous speaker. I can he tell. Is. He is. I he's, can he's, tell. He's, he, he's got some anxiety, and he and, and and having a speech impediment, which I'm about to tell you something you probably never knew. For the longest time, I don't know why. Whenever. I would get approached by someone that I, that, you know, just a, just a certain situations. I would get super nervous about from the age of about 11 till about 22. I would get kind of nervous and I would almost not be able to talk. And I would like, my tongue's tied. The cat's got my tongue kind of thing. And I would just, uh, uh, my name is, I'm Kyler Durham. Like I could not get my own name out of my mouth. Hey, my name's whatever. What's your name? And huh. I would just be like mine I'm Kyler, like I could not get it out, so I understand that, and I'm not an anxious person, I don't have anxiety and stuff like that. It was just i don't know what it is, but I've gotten kind of better with that over time, but um I understand that that sometimes things just come out of your mouth because your brain freaks out and you don't know what to say in certain situations because of a speech impediment or because of a type of anxiety that you not, you did not know you even had.
1: Or maybe because you remembered when the kids used to rub your leg hairs in the pool during the summer because they would turn blonde. <laughs>
0: That's bad too. He's got some bad moments, but so does Donald Trump. And like I said, this is the best we got. Uh. This is the best we got. <laughs> a, 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 a dude that, yes, probably is racist in several ways and a guy that has some Pedophilia type of uh, vibes. They're
1: both they just they're both walking sound bites. Like they're both walking. Dude, just I watched I
0: watched him put his wife like open his mouth and put his wife's finger in his mouth yeah. on stage. Yeah. That's weird. <laughs> yeah. he smelt that little girl's hair on national. TV. <laughs> but you know what? I've seen Kanye absolutely melt down. So uh, who's? I mean, sh- Vote for me. Vote for me. The in guy. Vote the, for me. The guy that took
1: Taylor Swift's award and said. Sorry, Taylor. I'm gonna let you finish. I don't let you but finish. Beyonce had the greatest music video of all time. He got votes to become the leader of the United States of America.
0: That's why our country's truly great.
1: It's awesome. I but, hope that I hope that this 2024 is like Biden if he's there. Um pfft. The Rock, Mark Cuban, LeBron, <laughs> Kanye, LeBron. He won't be old enough. Nah. he won't be old enough
0: how old would he be 39 yeah he wouldn't be old yeah, enough but be old you'd enough. be 42 huh he would be 40 40 yeah 2028 20, <laughs> <laughs> I like the uh, the guy's shirt it's on um, it's on Jordan Klepper um, on the series Finger the Pulse <laughs> um, this guy's tr- this guy's shirt has got all the Trump that are gonna win over the next like however many years and he's like wait he goes your shirt these are all one term presidents He's like, no, they're not read the shirt. He goes, I am reading the shirt. These are all four years. <laughs> and he's like, they're obviously not too great. The memes
1: I've seen about this whole election are the funniest things. Like, you know Jordan Peele's Get Out movie? Yeah. He replaced the the movie poster that has Daniel Kalula having the face on it, like his face on it with a tear. He replaced Donald Trump's get out. <laughs> someone put a someone put Joe Biden's face on LeBron's body. And Donald Trump's on Andre on mm. <laughs> Whenever he did the block oh <laughs> Hold on, let me find this It's hilarious Do that and then I gotta say something real quick If I can find it Come on now Damn it! Hold on What I'm about to say is important Well go ahead and say it, I'll find this Well it's gonna take a minute Can you find it?
0: I think I found it Okay Damn it, I didn't find it, go ahead I'll find it
1: Alright, so Today They're coming back we're back on them. This podcast,
0: sponsored by... Oh, we got a sponsor again. We got two of them. Let's They're oldies
1: but, oldies, but goodies. Oh, I found
0: it. I'm so sorry. Can I play this? Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> I was given this vision. <laughs> you, you, had, you had a Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, your, yeah. Dream. your dream told you that Trump is going to win, and then Ivanka, and then Don Jr., and Eric Tiffany is going to win in 2048, and then Barron. Hold on. Great. This is Jordan Klepler, by oh, the way. Barron only serves one term. Oh, no,
1: no, that's only one term. Yeah, no, I've seen years.
0: this, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, no, that's only one term. No, you're not reading it right, brother. No, I'm like 24. No, this is tw- 24 to 28. That's and then, four years. And then another four. No 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 that's these are one term presidents. Uh, Ivanka one term. Don Jr. one term. Ivanka.
1: What's the date? Ivanka is 2024. <laughs> and 2028.
0: That's eight years. That's four years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it's hilarious. <laughs> that's four years. He's like, it's eight years. That's four years. Oh, it's great. Alright, let's get the sponsors. One second. I gotta Well, while you're doing that, hold on. I just wanted to say to to wrap this whole political conversation that I'm not talking politics for a while because I don't want to turn people off from this podcast or sponsors away. Um, I don't have a political affiliation, and that's what I like about myself is that I look at both parties and I pick based on what I feel my morals and my ideas are. And um, I hope that our country makes great strides over the next four years. And I think you'd be a fool if you voted for Donald Trump and you want us to fail because this is your country too. Um, but like I said, um, there's a lot of there's a lot of funny business that goes on as far as uh, elections, as far as politics, as far as what these politicians actually stand for, what they actually do. So don't put all your faith into a politician don't don't get your MAGA hat, don't get your Biden flag or your Biden sign or your Trump flag. They're politicians. They're not entertainment. It, they've, they've turned into, Politics has turned into entertainment. Politics is about the business of our country and the well-being of our country, not about who's right and who's wrong and hating other people and having violence against other people and being hateful towards other people who have a political affiliation that's opposite of yours, that has a political opinion that's opposite of yours. If someone posts something on Facebook, which it is your right to post stuff on Facebook— they post that they supported Donald Trump or Joe Biden. Don't respond and be a bigger person and don't advertise your political opinion because it makes people feel some type of way about you and you make people absolutely love you and you make people hate you. Yep. My goal is to be a positive influence on as many people as I can and to make as many people see me as the person that I am and to appreciate me and to want to be around me and want to have my acquaintance. I'm not saying I want a bunch of friends, but I'm saying I want to be a good person and I want to I be... I have zero. <laughs> I want to be liked. Yeah, I mean, who doesn't want to be liked? Me. No, you want to be liked. No. Everybody wants to be liked. Not anymore. And when you put your political affiliation on a platform or a sign in your yard, you make people already dislike you. Well, we put ours on this platform of this podcast. I voted for Trump. If you don't like me, don't <laughs> be my friend. Okay, Jesus. Um, But... Basically, congratulations to the president-elect Joe Biden and the VP-elect Kamala Harris. I hope that y'all are able to steer our country in a correct path and heal social reform and help the economy get boosted back back up from COVID and get COVID figured out and get that all, all situated and get things back to normal. All right, ads.
1: Donald Trump somehow manages to squeeze his way back into the into the White House for the next four years. If any any way, even if that means he has to cheat to do it, I'm just saying. Like if he does, it's the smartest president of all time.
0: So I'm yeah. Look up some Khrushchev stuff, Nikita Khrushchev. He's amazing. I mean, he's he's a Soviet leader. I'm not saying he's amazing. He's 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 a communist leader. Very smart about America's going to erode itself from the inside. I don't have to blow y'all up. I don't have to rage war on y'all. You will be socialist and you will be communism. In the next fifty years, sixty years. Oh, I'll be dead by then. that now. was sixty years ago. No, oh. so kind of scary that if you look at some stuff, it's very similar to what he says is, is kind of going on. Well,
1: I'll be dead by then, so it's all right. You'll be dead in a, a year, maybe. <laughs> I hope not. All right, ads. I made a good. Tw- I made it to my mid twenties. I'll be all right. Uh, <laughs> uh, podcast sponsors. Um, an oldie, well, two oldies, but goodies. No, just one. Just one. Fruitofthebean.com Go to fruitofthebean.com and you'll get uh, I haven't haven't read for them in a long time If you use the discount code NYNP you get 25% off of your first purchase with them Um, They got coffee, obviously Fruit of the Bean They got some coffee merch Um, What else? Um, Their coffee is cheap and excellent and tasty At the same time it's uh, shipped directly to you so there's no middleman so you get the freshest coffee you know that you that you can possibly buy, um, and I think that's it. So yeah, go to fruitofthebean dot com. Use the discount code NYNP for not your normal podcast, and you'll get twenty five percent off of your purchase with them. Yeah,
0: do that. So Alex Trebek died. Yeah, he did. <laughs> Like I said, let me be kind of a negative one for a minute. Yeah. It's, well, that's not negative. Um, Alex Trebek hosted Jeopardy! for, God, what, 30 years? A while. 40 years? A long um, time. Him and Bob Barker, in my opinion, are the two most influential game show hosts of all time. Uh, just when you, Regis? I said game show host. Regis
1: Fillmore? Who wants to be a millionaire? Fillman? Yeah, whatever his name is.
0: I think Meredith is more... Uh, influential on in that than he. Oh is. no, man!
1: Steve Harvey, Family
0: Feud. <laughs> yeah, he's pretty good. Uh, what's that? Uh, but, what's but, the, oh, Drew Carey. They're OGs, though. Drew Carey. Yeah, yeah, Drew Carey. Yeah. Touch, Whose line is it anyway? I touch myself to Drew Carey on the Price Is Right.
1: <laughs> oh, the Price Is Right. He did yeah. that too. Yeah.
0: Um, he still does it.
1: Does he still do yeah. it?
0: Um, I, but I think when you think of game show host, Jeopardy, Alex Trebek. Yeah. And the Price Is Right with Bob Barker. I think those uh, are the OGs. They really popularize popular. Popularized that, that like, how do I say this? They were the first celebrity host of shows, like. that. Yeah. And um, Alex Trebek's, from what I've read and what I've heard about him, a really good guy. And he actually wrote a book. I don't know, man. The Rock, Titan, Titan Games. Nah, I don't watch that show. Me neither. I don't watch. No, I don't watch shows like that. Um, I watched
1: an I watched an episode that had Tyron Woodley in it. Really? Yeah, he lost to a regular dude. <laughs>
0: That's him, but he loses to everybody. Yeah, <laughs> as of um, recently,
1: he loses to everybody. Yeah,
0: you know who's really, really good? He's a weirdo. He's a super. You, you're gonna know what I'm talking about immediately when I say this. Super clean freak. Chris Hardwick at midnight. No, um, Howie Mandel on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. Oh yeah, or who no, is it? Uh, no, who wants, to be, who wants to Be a Millionaire? Oh, deal, deal or No, no Deal. deal yeah. yeah, he's great. But um, Alex Trebek, he wrote a. It, I actually he got s- kidnapped during quarantine. <laughs> <laughs> who did? Howie, Howie Mandel. Mandel. Have,
1: huh? Did you not see that conspiracy?
0: Did you not see that? What are you talking about?
1: During during quarantine for COVID for Big Rona, um uh howie Mandel was posting these like really weird and cryptic like videos. So was Justin Bieber. <laughs> no, no, the howies were strange and like he would write like a number on a piece of paper and he would like flip it upside down for a second before you heard the noise in the background and it's like SOS and it had like dots and holes in the paper like Morse code like things so people were like And no one had seen him, but it makes sense because he's a clean freak and like he's OCD with that stuff. He's a germaphobe. So during a pandemic, it makes sense that Howie Mandel would not be outside ever.
0: Yeah. That makes pretty good sense.
1: Yeah. But people were like, Howie Mandel was kidnapped. He's calling for help. Look at these videos. Yeah. See anything about that? Mm -mm. Yeah. People thought he was kidnapped because no one had seen him in months.
0: I don't know. Apparently Justin Bieber did the same thing. Like he was like Britney Spears. Yeah. Britney's just crazy.
1: Yeah. I wonder if she's going to shave
0: her head again. Probably. Will. I am in Brittany bitch. <laughs> um, no, but Alex Trebek died at the age of 80, and he he actually wrote a book. And Also, Sean Connery died last week. Yes, I saw that as well. My favorite James Bond. Yeah, my favorite James Bond. It's not
1: my favorite. It's my uh, favorite. No, he's
0: my second favorite. My favorite is Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce is my third. You like Daniel Craig. I love Daniel you? Craig. Daniel Craig's my third. Daniel Craig's great. It goes Pierce Brosnan,
1: Sean Connery. I like Daniel Craig just because he's ruthless, but it makes sense – Sounds, I like, I like death.
0: Timothy Dalton's pretty good. Timothy Dalton was good.
1: I just, I like, I like how brutal Daniel Craig is, but it makes sense because that's more acceptable nowadays in movies and films and TV to have more brutalized like fight scenes and killings. So, well, it makes sense.
0: My favorite James Bond was Pierce Brosnan solely because of the fact the game, um, Nightfire. On the GameCube, I played that game a lot as a kid, and they use Pierce Brosnan' his voice as well as his like face mold, and like he's the actor in the game. So I like that. I I played that game a lot. That's probably why he's my favorite. But yeah, Sean Connery died, which is you know James Bond, and then Alex Trebek. But Alex Trebek had a book that actually I think it just came out, but um he talked about Han. I can find it. It's really, really like. I don't. Hold on. Um. The Grace and Dignity showed in his finer. Let me find this. Um. Phew. Where the heck is this? Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. Um. I saw it. Or, oh, here it is. I found it. So this is off of Reddit. It's from the Redditor Quiet Priority 7575 Verbatim. I highly recommend reading Trebek's memoir, which he wrote in quarantine and released this July. He was so happy to have his two adult children at home with him throughout quarantine to spend the rest of his days with. He was also sure to say that while he'll be missed, no one could say he was, quote, gone too soon. He was grateful for his long life, beautiful family, and extremely successful career. He was ready to go and only clung on towards the end out of duty towards his wife. Um, this is a quote. It says, Yep, I'll be perfectly content if that's how my story ends. Sitting on the swing with the woman I love, my soulmate, and our two wonderful children nearby. I'll sit there for a while and then maybe the four of us will go for a walk. Each day trying to walk a little further than the last. We'll take things one step at a time, one day at a time. In fact, I think I'll go sit in the swing for a bit right now. The weather is beautiful. The sun is shining into a mild, mild looking sky. And there's not a cloud in sight. So, it's not like he was like, it's this tragic like, Oh my gosh! You know he passed away. He he knew stage four pancreatic cancer. That might be the most poetic
1: death of Mm -hmm. a celebrity of all time.
0: I mean, uh, find a negative about Alex Trebek anywhere. I don't think that is a very clean career. Picture perfect life. Yeah, he with his wife that he loves, his kids. Because of quarantine, they're with him. Yeah, it's. I mean, it's in the in the media
1: eye for being who he is. Never did anything wrong. Made it to 80, lived a full life.
0: Yeah. It's, it's not a death where you go, oh, it's not the Chadwick Boseman, Kobe Bryant death where you're like, oh, man. It's the one where you go, you know what? That's not, you know, I, I'm I'm happy for yeah. him and his family because, you know, his family's probably like, yeah, you know, we want him to go because stage four pancreatic cancer. That is literally a death sentence. Yeah, it's You're not recovering from that. And huh. he was very happy as he died from what I can tell, from what I've read about him. But, yeah, Alex Trebek, that's a – it's sad, like, definitely. Yeah. Um. It's going to be weird. It, 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 it's weird seeing episodes of Jeopardy when he's not on it. It's very weird. Yeah. Just like sometimes, like, I've watched old things on YouTube of The Price is Right with Bob Barker. Yeah. And then you watch it with Drew Carey, and you're like – I feel uh, the same way whenever I watch, like, old
1: NBA highlights with Craig Sager.
0: Yeah. Craig Sager, fantastic. Oh, yeah. okay, here's another one. Um. Every now and then, I don't – I still do this. I don't know why. A sports center thing, the night, the Stuart the Scott. night sports center, Scott Van Pelt. I'm like, okay, where's Stuart Scott? Yeah, where's he? He's been dead for twelve years, has he? Yeah, about ten years, something like that. Yeah, yeah. like where is Stuart Scott? Yeah, like it, it hits you sometimes. Like you don't realize he's gone. I see pictures of Kobe sometimes. Like as far as oh, I, in in my team on two K and stuff like that. I'm like, it it, t- it takes you a minute. back like, why well, he's not here? Yeah, he's not with us anymore. Um. I want to talk about stocks? Okay, a little bit. What do you think is going to happen in the stock market? Because
1: whenever I'm not the one that John John is the one to ask on this. Is he? John John is
0: strangely really into that. Uh, well, whenever an, like a, a new president rolls in, stocks usually drop a little, not significantly, but usually drop a little. And I've been kind of watching um, a couple stocks. The Dow Jones Industry Stock is down sixty six point eight, which That one drops. I was actually reading this thing about how don't be worried about that. Um, It says, like, the stock market doesn't care who the president is, so that's not um, a big deal. Like, don't look into that, but I always do. Uh, There's a thing from MarketWatch that was posted an hour ago. It says, fear is in the air, but here's why investors could be looking at in in historical buying. Um, The Dow fell only 67 points because the jobs reporting was so strong um big tech stock market dominance very bearish sign for outlook um what a joe biden administration will mean for the economy and markets um well, I wanted to talk a little bit about this, but I guess we're not really going to be able to, as far as because I'm not super knowledgeable on stocks. I'm a little. I felt like you were more than me because you have stock options and you have stocks. Only in one in Starbucks. Company, yeah. You still have stocks though. Yeah. You still watch company, them. Yeah. But um, I I I guess we'll have to come back to this maybe on a later episode and just kind of see what's happened. But that that Dow stock will come back up, obviously. But um, I'm I'm interested to see over the next about month and a half maybe even two months or three months, look into February and see what the stock market looks like once Biden really gets into office and really starts to implement the things that he wants to implement. Because um especially like a Nike stock, like an offshore stock kind of thing. Which Nike's not really if you think about it, you're like, oh they're an American company. Most of their stuff is in China. So I'd like to see what happens to their stock and if it goes up or if it goes down and I wouldn't as far as Nike, I don't think it's a bad thing if their stock goes down because it's more incentive for them to come back to the country and do all their as far as uh um that's what I'm looking for here. Uh bring their factories back to America, basically is what I'm saying. But um, yeah, I, I guess we we won't really cover stocks too much here. Where are we out on time? About forty five minutes? Forty eight. Forty eight, okay. This is the topic I told you before that I figured that you'd be interested in. So, NBA champion with the Dallas Mavericks 2011. He did not play in the finals. He was hurt, but he was on the team. Corey Brewer. If you remember, Corey Brewer had a 50-point game for the Minnesota Timberwolves, the only like really great game he ever played. He was a a role player for a lot of teams in the, in, in the NBA. He was a journeyman bounce back and forth. But um, I can't remember. I can't give the source because I can't remember where I saw it. I just have it wrote in my notes. I just copied the whole article. So, whoever this wrote this, I'm giving you props right now. I just can't, I don't remember who it was. It says, Corey Brew recently wrote this piece for Basketball News. Well, there you go, Basketball News. About guarding the legendary Kobe Bryant. Quote, you never forget the first time you played against Kobe Bryant. For me, it was in my rookie year in Minnesota, and he dropped 30 on us. When he stepped on the court, just his swag, his whole demeanor, made me feel like, damn, this is Kobe Bryant. Kobe was a nightmare to guard. Seriously, he knew what he wanted to do, and I couldn't make him do anything different. It was like the game was a script to him. It was a real Hollywood script, and he was going to put me in his movie. I can't explain it any other way except that I was in Kobe's movie. When I was in the mid-post with him, he knew what he was, going, what he was about to do. It was, I'm going to fake left and then fade over Marat's shoulder, or I'm going to pump fake you, make you foul me, and get the n one, or I'm going to pump fake and go dunk on your head. He had a plan, and he executed it. It was amazing, man, unbelievable. Kobe would make so many difficult shots, and I would just be amazed. He was a no-nonsense killer, and that's why I'm glad I got to play with him in the playoffs a couple of times. Just to see him in that environment, playing at that level, and being the way he is on the basketball court, that's why everybody respects him so much. He was that good, and he was really a student of the game. That's why he played for 20 years. He worked his tail off and he was that good for so long because he was such a hard worker in all the nuance and technical aspect of the game. He was everything. He was relentless and a steadfast in his plan. From his footwork to his bank shots to getting fouled, everything he did, I knew he had thought about it, worked on it, and watched film on it. He loved the game. That's why Kobe Bryant was Kobe Bryant. Rest in peace. I got it from Instagram at the Zone. Yep. I just wanted to read that, and I mean, that's I I, I I saw that on October 31st. That's when I copied that in here, so that's about nine to ten days old. Yeah. But um, I, I like reading um, and hearing other people talk about Kobe, like talking about actually facing him on the court and actually
1: – Gilbert Arenas has like a little, like I guess, talk show or whatever on uh, YouTube, and he had John Wall on recently, and they talked about uh – How terrifying it was to watch, uh, to like go into a game playing the Lakers and watching like Kobe on the other side, like basically beat up his training staff because he knew that Gilbert Arenas or Raja Bell, like he, he, you say Raja, yeah, I always say Raja, (laughs) yeah, Raja Bell, yeah, he, he, he knew how they were going to guard him, so he would make his training staff basically try to beat him up. And I think it was one. I think it was one game where Rahabell, Bell, uh, he was down on the court. Gilbert Arenas said, and uh, he could hear Kobe yelling at his training, like the people he trains with, on the other end of the court, saying, "No, he's going to guard me like this. He's going to grab me here. He's going to do this whenever I do this." He knew every option, and Raja Bell just turned and looked at Gilbert Arenas and goes, "I don't, I don't know how I'm going to guard him this game because he knows exactly what I'm going to do." And during that like training session or whatever, uh, down on the other court, on the other end of the court, Kobe was trying to like mimic how Raja Bell guards him and ended up breaking one of his trainer's arms because he gets guarded that hard by him. And he told him, he's like, if you can't, if you're, if you can't train me, like train with me the way they're going to guard me, then I don't want you out here. That's terrifying.
0: This is super random. When's the last time you even thought about Ra- Raja Bell. Two days ago, when I watched Kobe Bryant highlights, but I'm saying like that's a person you don't think about. Whenever I watched uh,
1: the 15 times Kobe Kobe got hurt, then came back and destroyed a team, and uh, it was the 2007 Western Conference Semis when the Suns made it. Yeah, and uh, Kobe drove to the basket on the right side, so like right elbow side, and Rahabell just grabbed him by his like shoulders and collar and just threw him to the ground. And uh, it dislocated his finger whenever he hit the ground. And then he came back and, I mean, everyone knows, goes into overtime because Kobe's late game shot to put him into overtime. And then the overtime game, the night that Gigi was born, actually. Mm. Uh, yeah, that was the night Gigi was born. Gross. <laughs> uh, he's, he's a gross man. He left the, yeah, he. Uh, Vanessa went into labor at the beginning of the fourth quarter. He was told on the sideline. Uh, they I have were to losing. finish this they were losing put it into overtime he thought to himself if i'm not there for you know my child's birth Vanessa's going to kill me and you know he hit the the iconic kobe shot the Ended it. two dribble two dribble to the right elbow mm-hmm. over half the team over half the team buckets fist pump and then apparently he took just ran, ran to the locker room took his jersey off and dipped and went and to the labor room and about 30 minutes later, Gianna was born.
0: If I was – this is super random. If I was a rapper, like if I ever make music, I will definitely use NBA players that you don't think of. Like, oh. just right – like, who's somebody? Okay. Like, right, like right <laughs> off the top of the head, I'd be like, um, I'm half a man. I have no shame. I have no talent. I'm lucky to be on the team like I'm Cameron Payne. Something like that. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I, just, I just tried Cameron Payne. But no, like – I thought you were talking about like someone older that no one well, thinks yeah, about. Yeah. Oh, okay. Or just be like – um like Richard Lewis. <laughs> we'll just be like, um, um Brian Scalabrini. I, ha- I haven't been in this. I'm not gonna do it. I I haven't been in the game, I'm not gonna do it very long. Um I'm just a I'm just a journeyman. Like I'm BJ Armstrong. Something like oh, that. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. You see me in the in the secondary, I'm always lurking. And yeah, I'll meet you in the low post, like I'm Sam Perkins. Like something like that. Like guys you don't think of. That was kind of cold, wasn't it? I, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> I guess <laughs> Just do so. random. Um, oh, man, what's another? um Aaron's whole aroma sucks. He's got bad B.O. I don't know. Hito doesn't rhyme with B.O. I not <laughs> yeah. with Hito. Like Hito Turkle. Yeah, that's a good one. Oh, here's one. Um, Petrus, remember? He played for the uh, Orlando Magic on the finals team. Oh, uh, me
1: Mikel Pietrus, Mikel yeah, yeah,
0: guys like that, like you wouldn't think of. Like, or like bench players that you just would never. Who else played for that team? <sighs> Michael uh, Pietrus, Hedy Turkaloo, Dwight Howard. Jameer Nelson. Jameer Nelson. Was DJ Augustine on that team yet? Uh-uh. Mm, he went on, oh, was he on the, I think he was on the bench. Yeah, he might have been on the bench, yeah. Yeah, like just random players you never. They had no business being in that finals. <laughs> just, uh. Um, that was the
1: year that LeBron should have made it to the finals. Yeah. To play Kobe Bryant. It's a finals matchup we never got to see.
0: Yeah, that'd been great. Um That's a seven game series. Or like, you know. I'm serving up turnovers like I'm Kron Butler. Something like that. Who thinks yeah. of Kron Butler? That's very true. <laughs> Just stuff like that. That'd be cool. Um, if I was if I ever make music, I'll use some super weird or you could do it with NFL players.
1: You could, yeah. I don't mind NFL. Neil O'Donnell. My he ni- played for yeah. Pittsburgh when they. My ate- NFL knowledge isn't as vast as NBA knowledge, so.
0: <laughs> but like, just use like super random, like super random players. Um, I make you shake all the way down to your bones, and speed kills. Call me Felix Jones, just like a random running back, and you ne- didn't have a great career, stuff like that. I I think that stuff would be kind of. I think that's always funny. There's a rapper I can't remember who it was that does that, that has like, just odd NBA players. You're like, what? That's who you put in there in your song? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. Um, I love drugs. I think they're the best. I do them all the time with my boy, DeWante West. Like something like that. Oh, God, you can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Mark Cuban for helping DeWante West out. Apparently, hope. he's doing good, DeWante is, as far as getting clean and stuff. And Mark Cuban's been a huge part of that. Mark Cuban's the man. I'd vote for Mark Cuban. Mark Cuban for president? Yeah, hell yeah, I'd vote for Mark Cuban. Could he own the Mavericks still? Yes. Well, it would have to be a... um, He would have to, uh, quote-unquote, relinquish control to someone else. Yeah. His family member or something. Yeah. Yeah, He could still run the team. Okay. I mean, that's what Donald Trump did. He basically relinquished power to his children kind of thing. And he still uh, gets an income from it and still... Uh, you know has control but it's not like his main priority yeah yeah i mean you can still run businesses and stuff they'd prefer you not to i would prefer you not to i'd prefer you to be focused on being yeah. the president but how hard to run an nba franchise probably pretty hard probably very <laughs> probably hard, yeah. pretty hard i mean i don't know jerry jones i mean all well, the cowboys suck ass so yeah that's not exactly. a good example all right you got anything else um sorry to get political on y'all today but
1: no, uh, no, i had to talk about it though it's a part of history. <laughs> It'll be Peaches and Cream the rest of the year. Peaches and Cream. That's a song by Snoop Dogg and I believe Charlie Wilson.
0: You ever heard the song? And Pharrell. Pe- yeah. You ever heard the song Peach Scones? When say
1: whenever he said, I said Pharrell. I don't know. I'm a hit or I'll, miss with Pharrell. Well, I just like him because apparently Cause he's,
0: I'm happy he's not on. dead or <laughs> aged. Yeah, he's a vampire. Yeah, Pharrell's not Pharrell's human. a vampire. Have you ever seen that conspiracy? Yeah, because he looks the, he looks like Master Splinter. Don, <laughs> Don Lemon. Oh my God, I'm yeah. seeing that dude. <laughs> yeah, dude's like 50. He Looks oh. like he's 29. That dude's a vampire. What do you think
1: about DK Metcalf? I just wanted to know your oh, He's a beast. I'm almost
0: positive Elon Musk made him. Yeah, he's a robot. He's not a person, or he's an alien. I was watching his. Or he's a lizard. Person. I was watching like
1: his his like I guess his physical attributes and stats from his rookie year to his, this season. Do you know what his like? It's changed. Did you know that he's bigger? He, it's changed. So rookie year going in, he was six four, mm-hmm. monster, two thirty. LeBron ran a four three, had a forty two inch vertical. That's so scary. This year, he's six four. Yep, two forty eight mm-hmm. runs a four two, has a forty eight inch vertical, and he has a wingspan of six ten. That's not that's not humanly possible. Like that's, I I think I was talking to, I forgot who I was talking to, but I was like Zion and LeBron, that's God, that's God given talent. Like the size and stuff, that's God given. DK Metcalf has DK Elon, Elon Musk in talent. Yeah, that's talent. that's not that's not normal. That's just not normal. So on Madden, he's the size of LeBron James, in Zion Williamson. He's I'm, yes, he's three inches shorter, but he runs. A second faster, and he jumps about three to four inches higher, and has a longer wingspan by them than three to four inches.
0: What you don't realize is, as as, as a young kid on Madden 08, when you make your uh, your my player, you make him a monster. Yeah, you, you make, make a wide receiver. You make DK Metcalf. You make, you make DK Metcalf, <laughs> and, yeah. and everybody's like, "Oh my god, that's!" I showed my dad. He's like, "That's ridiculous." DK Metcalf looks like that. He's huge. He's scary. I would not.
1: I saw something that said uh, D.K. Metcalf uh, is going to be the first uh, pro bowler uh, to be in the pro bowl with right receiver and linebacker, like playing both positions because there was a play. I think it was – whenever they played the Cardinals, I think. No, it was the 49ers. Um, he went to get catch a, uh, catch a pass. It was the Cardinals. It was the Cardinals? Yeah. He went to catch a pass. chase
0: down Budabaker. Oh, no, no,
1: no. That one too, yeah. <laughs> that too, yeah. No, that's ridiculous. Oh, then it was I'm the talking about – he he caught a pass but somebody ran and hit him and it looked like they got it looked like they ran into a brick wall not even a brick wall because a brick wall was, you have a chance of moving it a brink struck just like I don't know a 10 inch thick wall of lead like he hit him and he just fell back he fell straight to his back DK Metcalf just stood straight up looked like a bug hit him
0: yeah he's a physical anomaly he was made scary. in the lab.
1: He's scary. <sighs> All
0: right. Well, you got anything?
1: That's the last person I would see in a dark alley. I was literally about to say,
0: <laughs>
1: I'd rather see Bobon. Yeah.
0: From John Wick, I'd rather see Bobon. You than might have see a chance DK of running Boban. Yeah, you're not. You're good. not
1: running out. You're not running DK Metcalf. Mm-mm. And his name is just scary.
0: Donkey Kong Metcalf. Yeah, basically.
1: Yeah. You know what his nickname
0: is? Shredder. From <laughs> from the teenage <laughs> Ninja Turtles. I believe it. I, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he was Shredder. <laughs> All right. Let's wrap this up. All right. To find me on Snapchat, Kyle Durham 21. I have to pee so bad. Um, uh, go check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash NYNP. Shout out to Fruit of the Bean. Thanks for joining the team again. Um, what else? Uh, AOC coming back. Uh, KSO. Go check out the KSO every Saturday. Kai Sports Opinion. Um, bing, bang, boom. That's it for me.
1: AaronCross15 on Snapchat, Aaron on
0: Instagram, Night Normal Podcast, Academy
1: of Conspiracy, and iPhone Cinemas Productions all on Instagram as well. Patreon.com slash NYNP for the two tiers, the $5 and $10 tier. You can get discounts off stuff and exclusive content and all that stuff. Um, that's it. Got anything else? No.
0: <sighs> I'm going to watch the Cowboys lose.